So the idea here is that the autos are going to start really ramping up production of electric vehicles. That's a theory. But with this stoppage, it, it does put things a little bit behind the eight ball. And certainly, one of the, the, the key asks by the UAW is not only more money, uh, you know, better work-life balance, cost of living adjustment, ending tears. It's to have a seat at the table when this transition really takes place. Jennifer Mefford is the national co-chair of the Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Training Program and joins us. Jen, it's good to talk hey, with you again. Great to talk to you, too. You know, we have seen, we have seen you know, guys like Jim Farley come out and say that it, it could take roughly 40% less of the UAW workforce to build electric vehicles. And so that, that's, that, that is one of the, the big asks by the UAW is that they have a seat at the table uh, at these electric vehicle facilities, whether it's building batteries or cars. Um, is that is that a fair assessment of 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 where you think and what you're hearing about this this these ongoing negotiations that they want a seat at the table? You know, I'm sure they want a seat at the table, right? I feel and I feel like it's appropriate. You know, the industry is evolving into this new space, and significant investments are being made, and I think it's appropriate to be having conversations about what is this kind of new. Uh, automotive sector of manufacturing look like? You know, is it going to be an apples to apples comparison? Is it going to be close? Is it going to be better? Now is the time to really be having those conversations. And so, you know, I think it's a very natural conversation. We've also, we talk a lot about the infrastructure side of things. And, and, and while they deal with you know, trying to find their rightful or, or, or place, I suppose, in in the the future of of electrified uh, automaking, um, the infrastructure is something that that again it's it's the chicken or the egg. What do we need first? Do we need the cars? Do we need the infrastructure? That's something you focus on. Um, and and with that uptick in infrastructure needs, whether it's it's building different stations or or putting uh, the the proper equipment and installing that at home, there is going to be an uptick in in need for for licensed whether it's electricians or, or people that are able to to carry on that type of work. I, I know that the Electrical Vehicle Infrastructure Training Program recently announced a partnership with Siemens Foundation um, in an effort to, to kind of pave the way for for future workers in that in that particular sector. Where do we stand on that? Sure. So, you know, we are really excited to be working with Siemens Foundation and, you know, during the Detroit Auto Show they came into town and made an announcement, a significant investment specific to the city of Detroit um, to engage um, city residents who are not currently in construction in an electric fast track, which is a work-based learning. It's a paid 16-week experience where, you know, they go through obviously a vetting process and safety training and all those great things that are essential for the construction industry, but are placed with um, electrical contractors uh, working on projects in and around the city and really what they're doing is real-time on-site career exploration. No, they're not doing electrical work, right? But they are seeing the ecosystem of construction in a way that any classroom or video content segment could never give them. So we're super excited to be deploying this program uh, in the city of Detroit, as well as in North Carolina. And what I'm really seeing, Chris, is a lot of really great connectivity with work-based learning programs like this one, 
and the existing pre-apprenticeship and apprenticeship pathways that are so essential in the electrical construction trade and really all of the building trades. It's kind of the step in between where not only can they experience the industry, get paid to do so, but also connect with this network of contractors, labor unions, and training partners so they can continue on in their career path. Is and, and I don't mean this to sound flippant. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to get mad at me. But but do you is there a is there a, a, a scenario here in which you know while we're working with this pause with the UAW and the big three and, and while we may not see you know the, 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 the type of volume impact that we may see in the next couple of weeks or down the road, couple of months, start the year, whatever it is, we may, we're, we're probably going to see less cars available because of this bubble we're creating where uh, uh, the, the lion's share of the work isn't being done. Is there an opportunity here from an infrastructure standpoint where we can, where we might be able to kind of uh, pull even as the automakers are pumping out more EVs? Is there a way here in a, in a, in a, in a lane, I guess, if you will, for the infrastructure side of EVs to catch up? Sure. We've talked about this, you know, in the before also, and there's a lot of infrastructure going in right now Mm -hmm. and certainly planned in the next nine to 12 months. And I think that work just continues, Yeah. you know, on the workforce side, you know, EV is one piece, right. Of an electrician's world. And the EV industry specifically is going to see this, you know, integration of different systems, battery energy, storage, solar energy, you know, EV charging systems, all types of things all kind of fit together and it's all electrical work in nature. So efforts like the one with Siemens Foundation to engage people in the electrical industry to become electricians really serve all of that, Chris, because it's all tied together. So it's training broadly, not specifically to one emerging technology, because eventually they kind of all intersect. Even the work with the grid and smart panels and communications protocols are all kind of in this space. And so I like programs like this because it really looks holistically at what the electrician uh, workforce needs to be mm. and builds on what we already have. Well, it's, it, it is interesting. And, and certainly um, th- that type of partnership can be pretty, pretty, you know, uh, influential in, in a lot of people's lives as, as this switch happens and more and more infrastructure is put into place. Jennifer Mefford, always good to talk with you. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. We'll talk to you again next week. Eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. I I do want to throw this into the mix before we go to break. Make way for the news. So there's this. There is this. I, I think underlying understanding that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is going to make a run as an independent. And according to uh, a new poll, a Reuters Ipsos poll. Robert F. Kennedy could draw about one in seven U.S. voters. That would be absolutely wild. I mean, if you're drawing that kind of percentage, who does that hurt? That that absolutely has to hurt Joe Biden. One in seven? I mean, I, I understand that you've got the Kennedy name and those things, but... Woo. That that would be a real complication to both. But I, I, I think that it would probably hurt Joe Biden more if Robert F. Kennedy were to run as an independent and draw one in seven. That would take away a huge 
piece of the pie. Do you buy that, Brian? One in seven? One in seven voters, Rob Rob would go Robert F. Kennedy's way. It would make it would make the uh the can the, it would make the whole election more interesting. Holy moly, would it ever? I mean, plus I mean It was a two day poll, thirty five percent of respondents, eleven percent saying they would vote for some other candidate, nine percent say they would not vote, nine percent say they don't know who they'd vote for. Yeah. Woo. It's a little early to be making these decisions. I yet, agree, you know. but I mean, but I, no, it's interesting. If you're, and, you know, if you're, if and you're, isn't he kind of a whack job. Yeah, well, if you're on that board, maybe you'd consider. Got to take a break.